Ever ask yourself the question, why can't we all just get along? Are you fed up with disunity within the church walls? Sometimes we are no better than the people who don't know God. We have mastered the art of subtle competition, comparison, and conflict. Today, I'm going to sit down with my friend Danielle McCauley, who addresses this very topic in her book and Bible study called, Why Can't We All Just Get Along? We'll talk about her story and hear more about the recipe for success in her relationships, and she'll offer some practical advice on how we can all get along. Welcome to this segment of Contagious Courage with BN King. Danielle, welcome. I'm so excited that I get to interview you today. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's exciting. Yes. It is so exciting. You are a wife, uh, a mother, an author, a blogger, and a speaker, TV personality. Wow, so much to you, girl. I'm so uh, blessed to have you here. But also, I'm happy to have you here to talk about this topic and really interested in hearing more about why you're passionate about why can't we all just get along? Um, my husband and I, we have been in ministry uh basically almost 20 years. Uh, we tour and travel, um, ministering, but we've also been pastoring and been, you know, integral uh, parts of the church. And years ago, um, here we are, were, I found myself um, not only as a Christian woman and knowing my own struggles, my, my own heart stuff. Um, then I started to hear more and more about what other women were sharing with me, how they were feeling. And sadly, um, what I discovered is we're not all what we're cracked up to be as Christian girls. We like to, you know, tie ourselves in a nice Christian bow for Sunday, look good, earrings, the leopard prints, big smile on our face. Um, but there is a lot of junk going on underneath the surface, the surface, um, what I liken to a cold war, like on the exterior, you can't see it. We're not talking about claw fights. When I, you know, have this book, some people think, are you talking about like the housewives of Orange County? Well, no, I've discovered that the housewives of Glad Tidings and Bethel Chapel and, you know, whatever, you name it, the, the church, um, we have a little bit more of a subtle way about us and really, we don't want to be this way. We don't want to feel disunified or deal with jealousy or comparing ourselves or, um, you know, harboring unforgiveness. We really don't want to feel this way, but sometimes we just don't know how to get ourselves out of it and pick ourselves up. So that has become uh, not only my passion, but what I feel like the Lord has commissioned me to do is to tackle these areas that are deep dark down in our hearts. Yeah. Wow. Um, huh. uh, what has been one of the challenges that you would face or maybe still facing with yeah. this hot topic? Yeah. Well, you know what you say, maybe still facing, I think none of us have arrived. We're all human, but thankfully, um, who I was when I was first married 20 years ago and who I am now is radically different. And that's truly because of the grace of God, the grace of others, 
Um, and we'll unpack that a little bit later on. But um, just to share with the people who are watching, um, my biggest challenge was here I was 20 years old, the ripe age of 20, getting married. So I was still trying to figure out who I was and um, dealing with my own insecurities and all that. And I married uh, Dan, who is a, a worship leader and uh, was pastoring at a church in Greenwich, Connecticut. Greenwich is one of the wealthiest towns in America. Um, all of, you know, people, anybody from uh, TV and movie stars to Wall Streeters, NBA and MLB stars, um, this was kind of their area. So my idea of rich, the rich and the famous, was blown out of the water when I moved here. Um, and here I was, this young kind of insecure uh Ontario girl uh you know raised by a single mom kind of a latchkey kid and I was thrown into this world where literally there was no competition all the women surrounding me in my view was um wealthier more cultured uh trendier more beautiful um more talented, knew how to throw a party like nobody's business. So my biggest struggle was not only being surrounded by all these beautiful, talented people that I just never felt like I measured up to, um, but there was one woman in particular who just kind of like tweaks you, not because of anything they did, but it's tweaking your, your insecurities and envy and all of this stuff because she had in my view, everything that I didn't have and didn't possess. And I really started honing in on her. And that was the beginning of my downfall. I just started crumbling as an individual. Um, and I would have given them anything back then to get out of that. But I am so thankful now, looking back, that the Lord immersed me in this world to not only build myself up, um, but just to have such a healthy view of who I really am. He forced me to figure that out. Um, and so as we go along, obviously that's my struggle, but here we are today talking about the contents of a book that the Lord helped, helped me to write all about the life lessons I learned out of this struggle. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And, and, and so it's actually a good segue into, uh, maybe some of the biggest lies or lie that, yeah. that even threatened you in and through that, mm -hmm. uh, what was the biggest lie, but like, how did you manage, uh, yeah. yourself away from all that comparison? Um, I would say my biggest lie that I told myself, um, was that she, they were blessed and I was not, they have everything. Why Lord, woe is me. Are you punishing me by sending me here? Is this a big fat joke to you? I was telling myself that I would, I didn't have, um, a bless that God did not bless me the way that he did. And that I, I, um, I was lesser than, and it was really a lie that I just kept telling myself. And I tell you, we forge paths in our brain. The more we tell ourselves things, the more, uh, we're just quick to go there in our mind. Um, so that would be definitely the biggest lie. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so with that, like you unpack a lot of it in your book, uh, what would you say 
I know we just talked about a lot of the barriers and, and, and there's obviously lies that we listen to. Mm-hmm. How can we all just get along? <laughs> like, just tell us a little bit about uh, some of Yeah. Um, I mean, so I cover in the book, I cover as many topics as I can think of. I talk about pride. I talk about our, our insecurities. I talk about comparing ourselves to each other, jealousy, envy, misunderstandings. I would say um, there, so I'll just tell you kind of a brief, um, the journey that I had went to the point where here I am, not only a Christian woman, I was a pastor. I was pastoring these women and in particular, this one woman that I had actually grown to hate. And I didn't even know that I was capable of that, but I really, um, I just, you know, that feeling when you hear other people praise someone else and you just kind of have shivers run down your spine because you just can't take it. Um, I was at that point where I hated her. I hated myself. I hated myself for being there. So, um, and then what I like to tell women is this goes for anything. Um, We talk about this with our kids, with any situation, but in this situation, it was totally true. A phrase that we love to say is right feelings follow right actions. And so I did, Vian, what I only knew was right. Let's go to God's word and let's talk about what he says to do. So obviously I found a prayer partner. I confessed to this woman um, genuinely and she was so gracious. And I told her, I don't want to feel this way. Like let's, and we actually started praying together. Um, And at first I remember when my mentor said like, let's pray to bless that God would bless this woman's life. Now, do you think I really genuinely could say that prayer for real. Um, No, it started out as a forced thing. God, I just pray that you'd bless her. (laughs) I I didn't really mean it. But a funny thing happened. As I did the right things, suddenly it became more and more genuine. Suddenly my heart began to soften. and, And eventually it became real. I really started to genuinely like this woman. We began praying together. Um, I'm going to hold that thought on uh, how the rest of our relationship has gone. But um, so I would say to your listeners, when you want to dig yourself out of something, do what you know is right. Do what God says to do. The right feelings will follow. Just like yep. you know, if I, I'm not feeling strong today, I feel like eating junk but really, we when we eat the spinach and the kale, eventually we're going to feel better, right? That's right, yes. in all of life. Um, and then the second thing that was crucial for me was gratitude. And we hear, you know, Ann Voskamp has this incredible book about gratitude. We hear that this is the key to happiness and joy. It, it's talked about so much because it's absolutely the truth. Right. Um, what... I was getting stuck in, in Greenwich was peering over and over-focusing on other women's blessings, which was eclipsing my own. So, um, you know, that song, I don't know if you've been, you've been in the church long enough. You might remember that song, count your blessings, name them one by one. Well, it doesn't say 
count her blessings, name them one by one, which is what I was doing. Um, and so that was another right action I took. I started journaling and writing and being very um, intent on opening my eyes to what God, how God had blessed me. And actually all the things, there was, there was a lot of stuff and all the things that the Lord was doing in me began to shrink when I was over focusing on other women's blessings. But when I began to focus on mine, that is where I began growing and flourishing and just being more content. So that would be number two of what I say to women, like just focus on how the Lord has blessed you. Um, so the next one uh, is I call, I just say, turn your envy into inspiration. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is when we are envious, when we are jealous, uh, we kind of get this woe is me thing. <sighs> Why can't I be like her Lord? Why can't I get the opportunity like them? Why are they killing it? And I'm not. And in my particular instance, when I was envious of this woman and it was gripping me, um, it was really, like I said, she was everything that I wanted to be, but wasn't. Um, and that made me envious. Um, but instead, when I started doing the right things, what I started doing was I started hanging around her more um, and realizing she has so much to offer me. I became her student. She, I at first was envious because she was like Martha Stewart throwing these amazing things. So what I said was, hey, let's get together and bake. Let's, let's do something together. You teach me your ways, right? And now I actually have a food blog. She's the one who really got me going on loving to cook and, and things like that. And I trace that back to her. But at that time, I would have never liked to say that. I would have never done that. So in having this God-sized perspective shift, I was able to go from woe is me to wow, look at her. I'm going to learn from her to become the best me that I can be. And that is huge. That really helped me. Um, the next one, I always tell women, close your computer, your TV, your magazine, and open your Bible. The world lives to have us compare each other. It's on the covers of the magazine, Us Weekly, who wore it best. Um, it's everywhere. Um, we do this now in this social media age. This is talked about all the time only because it's true. We go like this. We see the highlight reel, what they, they call, and um, we compare it to our own misery. Yeah. If, it, if you can't handle it, cut it off at the source and open your Bible. And finally, Absolutely. Absolutely. admire someone else's beauty or talent or gifting or calling without questioning your own. It is just bad math to conclude. I'm terrible at math, <laughs> but a lot of us are when we conclude because she's winning and she's killing it over here that I'm a loser. We think somehow that in God's great, big, beautiful earth, there's not room for the two of us. And that's just so not true. It's, it's so just so not true. true. It's so not true. So stay in your lane, um, you know, realize that if she's doing okay, if she's doing great, good, great. That's awesome. Cheer them on. And those are the things truly that helped me out of that struggle and out of that pit to go from point A, 
literally hating and feeling envious of this woman to loving her genuinely. I think that if we can um, be okay to have those tough conversations, like I'm sure it was really hard for you to approach that woman and say, I have this, right? Because you have to swallow your pride, like you said, all those things. Have the tough conversations, fight for um, unity. Maybe I did something wrong right? Like let's have this conversation because that's the only way we can grow together. Right. But I love that you say, cause you also have a Bible study uh, with this book mm-hmm. because we can't will it. We can't be like, okay, uh, let's, let's get close to her. Let's, um, you know, learn how to bake muffins like she can and it'll all go away. <laughs> no, like I mean, yes. that's part of it. And if that's, that's what happens, that's great. But you also directed us to the word of God because yes. until it gets in me, I, I can't celebrate you. Yes. I can't celebrate you. What would be uh, one of the greatest um, life lessons that had the most impact on the way okay. you live life now? Okay. Yeah. So um, I guess the to be continued of the story is that now, uh, 20 years later, the woman that I speak of <laughs> has become single-handedly the most influential woman in my life. I don't know, Vian, what my life would be like without, had I not gone and done the hard thing. I don't know the blessing that I would have missed out on. And that would, that would, I would say, um, would be my biggest life lesson that I've taken out of this is when you do things God's way, when you're obedient, his ways are always best. There is blessing and reward on the other side of it what can you share today? Maybe that recipe, uh, Mm -hmm. final thought that will help someone uh, in their quest to just get along with someone in their life. I would love to tell the women, it's not him, or sorry, it's not her, it's him. The devil disguises himself. um, And I always joke, the devil does wear Prada, girls. (laughs) He he will disguise himself in any way um, to create all of this junk between us. So I would say to women listening who are struggling with this, close off the source, stop peering at other, stay in your own lane, focus on what you've got to do and stay in God's word. We can cheer each other on and we all win. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is so, so good. I'm so glad we were able to even just Scratch the surface. And if, <laughs> yes. and if any anything else that just made them want to go out and buy this book, they can find it on Amazon, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I will have links uh, to how to connect uh, with Danielle in the description of this video. And uh, all that's left to say, uh, and I'm going to let my little protege, Sarah, final thoughts from her. And uh, I just love watching her shine. And she's going to bring us out with the final thoughts for today. Thank you, Sarah. Not to us, O oh Lord, not to us, but to you and your name goes all the honor and glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness.